Hi, and welcome to The Booby Girls, a podcast from two friends dedicated to answering the age-old question, which was better, the book or the movie? And I'm Hannah. And if you want to hear more from the Booby Girls, we are on Patreon. All you have to do to become a patron is go to patreon.com forward slash the Booby Girls to sign up. And you'll get access to all of our bonus content, including our Booby serials, which we're in the thick of the Bridgerton series now. Um, But yeah, so if you want to sign up, just uh, either check out the website or the link in our bio on Instagram at the Booby Girls. But this week on the podcast, we are covering a classic, The Notebook. (sighs) So good. What did, you, what did you title this one? Oh, if you're a bird, I'm a bird. Duh. <laughs> Obviously. Um, also, so sad that that's not actually in the book. I know, like the best lines are not in the Literally, book. Literally, the most iconic lines are like nowhere to be found yeah. in the book. Um, speaking of the book, it was originally published in 1996. It's written by Nicholas Sparks. It has a 4.1 out of 5 on Goodreads, and it's 214 pages. And the movie came out in 2004. Um, it's PG-13, it's a drama romance, and it's two hours and six minutes. I forgot to write it down, but I think it was like just over two minutes, or <laughs> yeah, two hours. Sounds about right. Uh, directed by Nick Cavavet. Um, He also did My Sister's Keeper, which is a Jodie Pico mm-hmm. adaption, um, which I hate the ending of that one. Yeah. <laughs> and um, he also did Alpha Dog, which is a great movie if you've never seen it. It's uh, Justin Timberlake's in it. Is really good. And then he also did uh, John Q as well. I love John yeah. Q. Oh, I could talk yeah. about that. So this guy kind of has, he doesn't really direct it a whole lot, but like the things that he has directed have yeah. been really good. Yeah. So I don't know why he doesn't do more. Because he just wants to be known for directing I mean, good I stuff, guess. right? I guess. <laughs> but wouldn't you want the money? I don't know. Not if it turns out to be, you know, a dud and then I that's guess. what you're known for. I guess. <laughs> I like his uh, thought process. Yes. Um, so the IMDb synopsis reads, a poor yet passionate young man falls in love with a rich young woman, giving her a sense of freedom, but they are soon separated because of their social differences. Um, she is not rich. Her parents are rich. <laughs> rich by association. Yes. <laughs> uh, so some interesting facts. Uh, this is, this actually was Nicholas Sparks' first published novel. Hmm. He, it was his third written, but he didn't publish the first two. Yeah. So technically his first published novel it is one of 23 published novels that he has written Mm -hmm. um which you know we've talked about you know these kind of burn and churn type authors he's definitely one of them well and if if you love a walk to remember and you haven't listened to our episode we did cover a walk to remember a while ago yes we did um he wrote uh the notebook in six months um, and he actually got discovered because a literary, literary agent by the name of Teresa Park actually um, picked the notebook out of her agency slush pile, oh, which is basically a bu- And we actually have a friend who is currently um, trying to get her novel uh, published. And, you know, she's going through different agents and things like that. Yeah. And I just think about that. And I'm like, so this agent literally was just like. I just need something and magically randomly figured out or found, you know, the story of the notebook. Yeah. Um, She secured a $1 million advance for the book. And uh, it was a New York Times bestseller list uh, within the first week of its release. It was a hardcover bestseller for more than a year. Um, In interviews, Nicholas Sparks says that he was inspired to write the novel um, by the story of his wife's grandparents, um, who've been married for, you know, Mm -hmm. years and years. Um, And when he met them, he just, you know, he was inspired by them. they, two random uh, adaptations, which I did not, I had not heard about, um, are in the works. Um, a television series based on the book is potentially in the works. I there's no of like the notebook of the notebook. Oh. There's no kind of release date or anything like that. I wouldn't want um, anything to do with that. Uh, well, it's funny because 
uh, H, I think HBO Max mm-hmm. just released their television adaptation of The Time Traveler's yeah. Wife, which is like, I haven't watched it yet, but it's like, do you touch that? Do you not touch that? Right? Like, I specifically with The Notebook, I wouldn't because it's, it's funny just that so good. both of those are with Rachel McAdams. Isn't she in Time Travels, Traveler's yes. Wife? Yeah, yeah, she's the wife. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we'll see if it actually comes to fruition. Um, and then there's also a musical adaptation in development for Broadway as well, um, which I don't know that that would translate very well into Broadway. I just feel like it'd be very dramatic. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then last but not least, uh, Nicholas Sparks is no um, uh, stranger to his books being ad- adapted. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> let me just list off. You already mentioned mm-hmm. a walk to remember, but he's got message in a bottle walk to remember the notebook, which we're covering nights of Rodanthe, dear John, the last song, the lucky one, safe Haven, the best of me, the longest ride and the choice. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like there hasn't been one recently. The last one was 2016, which was the choice. So yeah, okay. it's been so a yeah, few it's been years. A while. Um, but he's he, like I said, he's still burning and churning these books. His most recent is coming out in September called dreamland so huh. i have a feeling more more of his stuff will be adapted inevitably and we've talked about this right he's mm-hmm. the type of author that a lot of his books are set in the same area yeah. kind of have a similar vibe right. to them um but seems to be a, a, a fan favorite yeah so i did it, i did like this book i think better than a walk to remember but still i don't i don't know i feel like his earlier work is very short like it I haven't yeah. like I feel like his newer stuff's at least a little it bit is. longer. I think I'd I don't have know. to say that I liked a Walk to Remember's novel better than this book. And we'll get into yeah. into why. But um we've already touched on our other episode that he is somewhat problematic mm-hmm. um for some comments that he has made. But like I mentioned, he is a, a, fa- a favorite amongst yeah. readers and <laughs> I think he there's no reason why he would stop um right. writing at this point. <laughs> So this kind of surprised me about the movie because I love this movie. I feel like, I mean. Wait, I have to stop you. Uh-huh. Did Boyfriend Ray watch with you? He was in the room, but he did not fully watch it with me. He was playing okay. video games. All right. <laughs> I know, but he did stop me because, you know, if you're on if you're on TikTok, there's like a trend where, you know, when Noah's like, what do you want? Mm-hmm. It's like this whole thing about, you know when girl when a guy asks a girl what she wants to eat or whatever so he did stop and watch that scene so he could laugh at those memes so he actually knew what was going on also that's not um just for guys and girls you yell at me because i never know what i want to eat either so that is very accurate um but yeah but i mean i love this i love this movie i know you love this movie too and i feel like not every girl but most girls love this Mm -hmm. movie it only has a 53 (gasps) percent on rotten tomatoes which i was like that's crazy. Like, I just feel like I grew up of everyone loving this that movie. That is a shock. I know. Interesting. I was, I was very kind of sad about it. Um, the budget was $29 million and it did gross um, $118 million. So it did very well. Uh, the film rights to the novel were actually acquired um, by New Line Cin- Cinema in 2006, or no, in 1996. Um, and it was actually originally given to Steven Spielberg to direct, oh. which I think would have been kind of weird. And, yeah. but, and he was going to have Tom Cruise play Noah Calhoun. That would have been awful. Awful. But anyways, there, he ended up having other commitments and he backed out. Um, so then of course it was rewritten a little bit and then obviously recasted. It's so interesting. Cause we've talked about this, right. Where like they'll get the rights, but it'll take quite a few years before it actually comes mm-hmm. to fruition. In this case, I feel like it benefited them because oh, could sure. you imagine Tom Cruise? <laughs> <Ew>. Absolutely. No. <laughs> Freaking thank you. I would not have liked this movie. <laughs> um, so like I said before, the movie is PG-13. Um, however, it was almost not PG-13 because um, 
the second love scene with Noah and Allie were, was actually a lot more um, explicit oh. and longer. Um, but they ended up having to cut it and like edit it down. Otherwise, they would have had to make it PG-13 or rated uh, R. Rated R yeah. so. um, which is fine. Like, I don't feel like it needed any. No. <laughs> it needed more than It was very much like it. broadcast television type sex scenes. Yeah, I mean, you do kind of <laughs> see boob a little bit at, some, at one right. point. Right. <laughs> side, side boob <laughs> yeah. action. Yeah. Um, so... I know that you were a huge fan or your sister-in-law was a huge fan of Kobe Bryant. Yes. Um, before he passed. Um, I never, I didn't know this, but I guess Kobe Bryant actually bought the blue dress that Rachel McAdams wore in this oh. movie um, as a gift to his wife um, after they reconciled their differences as like a, um, here's a, Here's a present. I was gonna say, <laughs> as one of many gifts, because he has yes. given her quite a few, especially that's that yes. big rock that he gave her. Yeah, at one evidently point. he gave this to her on Valentine's Day. Ah, okay. So hey, I wonder <laughs> if she still has it. I mean, I would think so. Yeah. What would you do unless she like sold it or yeah, put know. it up for auction or something? <laughs> um, so I always thought this was interesting. Um, the scene with all of the swans. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how the heck do they get all of these swans in like one freaking? place well i guess they actually had the crew um raise these swans on site um for months wow and they actually had them trained in that area so they felt very comfortable in that area so when noah and ali were like in the boat they didn't spook them to like oh that's or whatever cool. so i just thought it was Makes interesting sense. um and then lastly uh ryan gosling and rachel mcadams uh kiss uh did win the mtv movie award for best kiss th- that year i do which, remember that obviously didn't they reenact the they kiss did, because yeah. they were dating at the time yeah that's right <laughs> all right so speaking of those two let's jump into the cast uh so young noah um is played by ryan gosling um he's been in like a bunch of stuff his very first episode Ever TV appearance though was on an episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Oh, okay. um, which I thought was really interesting in 1995. Wasn't he a Mickey Mouser? A Mouseketeer? Yeah, or whatever. yeah, I think so. But this would have been before that. Would have been right around the same okay. time, maybe. Um, or I guess this was his first credited okay. thing. Yeah. I guess that there's a difference. Right. So that's true. Um, his some of his upcoming work. Um, we've talked about this um a couple times in other episodes. The Gray Man, which comes out July fifteenth. I saw you added that I to added our it list. To our list. <laughs> um, I had to bump it back a couple weeks because there's a couple other things coming out that yeah. same time. Um, he's gonna be Ken in the movie Barbie that's okay. coming up. Um, he's gonna be in the Wolfman, the actor, and Project Hail Mary. Oh, yeah. okay. So, we need to read that book. But that's like <laughs> it. I, I, they haven't even started filming it yet. So okay, we got, we got some time. Right. Which is um by Andy Ware, and we did the um, the Martian, the Martian. Yeah. So, um, so you know, the in this movie, there's you know Ali and Noah when they're like teenagers, and then when and then like it's seven years forward. They actually filmed those opposite. So they filmed them when they were a little bit older um, first, the seven years forward. Um, and then they had to reverse seven years. So Ryan Gosling had to lose uh, 20 pounds for the role and like be completely shaven. Wow. Because he looks way younger yeah. in those scenes. Yeah, so. for sure. But he was able to do it. <laughs> I mean, this I, I can't imagine anyone else in no. this role and honestly i mean i'm probably gonna get a lot of crap for this but this is probably the only thing i really love him in like he mm-hmm. does he's not a 
end gamer for me. He's not like a be all end all for mm-hmm. me like he is for some others. Yeah. Um. He, he's kind of a leave it or take take it or leave it kind of person. But in this specific role, yeah. it, like I love him. Yeah. I liked him in uh, was it Crazy Sexy Love or is that what oh, that was? Um, yeah. Crazy uh, Stupid Love. Crazy Stupid yeah. Love. Um. And then I did see him in La La Land, and I just hated that movie. <laughs> Like with a passion, so okay. it was hard to like like yeah. him in it. But he's yeah. good in Drive. Did you ever watch Drive? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was pretty w- weird. But yeah, also- so it'll be interesting in these next. The I mean, other than Barbie, yeah. Um, some of these other movies that he's coming coming into are a little bit darker. I don't. Is so the Gray Man? It's a, a, like it's a murder mystery. Murder mystery. Yeah. Okay. So that'll be interesting. Um, all right. Moving into younger Allie, played by Rachel McAdams. Um, I just saw her in the new Doctor Strange movie. Um, she has a couple things coming up, um, including, um, a book adaptation. Um, it's called, are you there? God, it's me, Margaret. And it's coming out in September. Isn't of that 22. a book that like kids used to read? It's a Judy Bloom. Yeah, it's okay. a Judy Bloom book. So it'd be kind of interesting to do. Yeah. So, um, according to the director, um, Ryan Gosling and Rachel McAdams actually did not get along at all when they first met on site <laughs> and to improve their relationship. Um, he actually like did an intervention and like, brought them into a room together to like completely clean out their differences. And like, cause they're like, well, this isn't going to work if you guys aren't going to get along. Um, so they were able to obviously patch up their differences because they did end up dating mm-hmm. after this movie. Um, one thing I did see though, that uh, Britney Spears actually auditioned for this role. Oh, <laughs> um, and, and the footage um, was put on sale on eBay for a um, million dollars of her audition tape. This in- is probably right around that same time she did um, Crossroads probably. and all those, right? Yeah. yeah. That would have been weird. It would have been totally awful. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so I thought it was interesting, though, that they that they did not get along at all. Um, but they said, um, you know, like what I was talking about earlier, how the you can kind of notice their chemistries and they feel more comfortable in like the seven years forward mm-hmm. than they did at the beginning, obviously, because they had reconciled their differences. Interesting. So. Well, clearly not enough because they ended up breaking up eventually. Yeah, and now true. he's with Eva Mendez, which he's is married with, I think children I with her. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> I, who does she, who, who is she married to dating? Who Rachel? McCann's? Yeah. Do we know? Or is she like a forever single? No, I think she's with someone, mm-hmm. but I just can't remember who. Yeah. I think she might have went like the Mandy Moore route and like Dave is an obscure person. Maybe But I could be totally wrong. Although Mandy Moore isn't Mandy Moore's husband like a singer. Yeah. He's like a producer or something. No, nobody like well known. Right. Right. Yeah. She's timeless. We've said it Mm -hmm. over and over again. She's perfect for this role. I, I also cannot see anyone else playing this role other than her. Yeah, I loved I think her in this role. These two were meant to to be Noah and Allie. <laughs> yeah, there's not much that I have seen her in that I'm like, oh, probably not the right fit. Like even in the Doctor Strange movie, like mm-hmm. she plays his, you know, long lost love. Yeah. Um, and she just fits every role for whatever reason. She is like iconic. Uh, I know we've talked about this a few times. You know, the book, the very popular book, The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, mm. is set to become a movie. And she would be my fan cast yeah. for Evelyn because she would be perfect for it. That's so funny. <laughs> I don't actually know if they've casted yeah. anyone yet, but if, if anyone's listening, <laughs> she would be perfect. <laughs> All right. So moving on to Old Man Noah, um, also named Duke in this movie, um, was played by James. 
James Gardner. He did die in 2014. Um, but he was in a lot of things. He was in The Great Escape, um, Space Cowboys. Um, he's so cute. He is. So, so precious. He's like the world's cutest grandpa. I know. <laughs> but yeah, I thought he was great. Um, and then played um, the older version of Allie. Grandma Grandma Allie is played by uh, Gina Rollins, which actually isn't her, uh, her real name. Um, her last name is actually... Kavavets. Her son is the director oh, of the movie. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So it was like her um ex her and her ex-husband's uh son who was the director of this. Um but she was in Hope Floats. She was also in The Skeleton Key, which is a great um kind of thriller um horror movie and she's like this creepy old woman. She was great in it. <laughs> um but she is still alive and wow. you know, Good still kicking. Her. So That's awesome. Yeah, she's very sweet too. She's a very beautiful well, she, I'm sure she was beautiful when she was yeah. young, but she's a very beautiful older mm-hmm. lady. <laughs> yes. And she's very fashionable, too, in yes. this. <laughs> uh, and then lastly, um, Lon, who is uh, Allie's future husband uh, or future ex fiance, I guess I should say, <laughs> um, played by James Marsden, who is just so, he's he plays this role perfectly because he looks like just a, you know all-american mm-hmm. guy or whatever um but he was in the show dead to me which i yes. loved was so good um he was in westworld x-men um all of those 27 things. dresses yeah Love he's a, yeah he's a very and he's in sonic he's in this like rom-com realm but then can also like play these like other roles which yeah. i think is kind of cool i so. like him in westworld i like uh mm-hmm. Overall, I just love that show. Yeah. Which it's coming back soon. Which yeah. Which I'm excited for. Um, but yeah, he he's one of those ones that's like he can either take like a really goofy role or he can be like the really like jerk husband and you like <laughs> hate him, but you like think he's hot, you yeah. know? So I very much I remember the very first time I watched this movie, I thought he was gonna go that route of the like mm-hmm. jerky like fiance. And I'm really glad that yeah. he did it. Well, and in the book and movie he's both kind of nice and yeah he's he's dis- he's not mad he's disappointed <laughs> right <laughs> you know? which is almost always worse right. but you know at least right. he was nice about it yeah so but anyways those are the main the main cast um oh one character we did not get from the book is the dog clem oh, I know. when i was reading i was like clem Cute I was clementine like, three-legged clementine Ugh. why could we not have had a dog honestly I, it could have four legs. I, I mean, like, there's dogs in his other movies that get, or other books that get adapted. So, like, why couldn't this one have one? Right. That would have been so great. And it would have fit so well because in the book, Noah has this dog when he's, like, lonely. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, of When he comes he back for more and everything, of yeah. Of course he has a dog. Yeah. So, disappointed. That was that. a definite miss. <laughs> that was definitely a tick in the book. <laughs> in the book's favor. Uh, all right. Time for Who Said It. Your first quote is, maybe we've lived a thousand lives before this one, and in each of them, we found each other. Noah? Yes. Next one is, it's just that sometimes our future is dictated by what we are as opposed to what we want. Allie's mom? Yeah. Good job. <laughs> Next one is, I guess I still look for the kind of love we had that summer. Yeah. And last but not least, I love you for many things, especially your passions, for they have always been those things which are most beautiful in life. Uh, Noah? Mm, I, no, it's Allie. Uh, <laughs> I tricked you. <laughs> um, I did mention you, so I listened to this book. Uh-huh. And if anyone's listening to this book, it's so awkward, like randomly like actually watching the movie, you know, like the, the set, like the music in the movie, mm-hmm. it would like randomly play in the background in different parts of the audiobook, And it was so like, not in like happy times. Like it was really bizarre. Yeah. 
It was very bizarre. And I've, I, I've seen that happen where like they'll start chapters with music. I like I think it happened either in The Hobbit or the Lord of the Rings audiobook where they just like randomly interjected like music. I mean that's fine in the beginning of the chapter maybe, but like this was like in the middle of the chapter, so I was like, <laughs> not necessary. It's a, it's a it's a thinking break. Yeah, it's I didn't you to... really love the audiobook of this one. Uh, all right, your options for F Mary Kill obviously are Noah, Ali, and Lon. Oh, um. I kill Allie because I t- at some point she's just gotta like she can't make a decision. <laughs> you know, <laughs> what a lot do of you want? What do you want? <laughs> um, and I will um, let's see, I will marry Lon because he seems very nice, you know, okay. and he seems stable and he's from Good Money and he's a nice guy, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and then I will um. I will rebuild the house with Noah. (laughs) (laughs) He knows his stuff. So yeah. yeah. Um, I will also kill Allie, but I'm going to swap Noah and Lon because I feel like Lon and I would be too similar Mm -hmm. and therefore not work. I need someone a little bit different than me. And I feel like Noah would balance me out. We would be, we would fight just like him and Allie do, but you know, our our makeups would be good. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) And you like that Noah reads. And I do. I love that Noah reads. Not necessarily the fact that he reads poetry, but like, you know, it's fine. <laughs> if you find a guy who reads poetry, but not actual other books, like, are you okay with that? No. He has to read actual books? Yeah. And not like self-help books. Like, he has to read fiction. It's I'm fine if he you. reads like science fiction and stuff. I'm telling like, you, the best boyfriend you can find is a gamer because he will leave you alone. That is while true. He games why, so you can read. That is true. I have come to find that that's that seems to be like the uh, perfect uh, storm, if you will. But I don't know any gamers because you know why? They're all sitting at home gaming. That's absolutely <laughs> true. You know, I know my boyfriend's not cheating on me because he's at home playing games all night. <laughs> All right, so let's jump into the movie. So the movie opens with a man rowing on a lake, very serene and peaceful. Um, and then we see – so let me just preface this. I didn't write this in my notes because the the movie is basically um, older version of Noah and Allie. Personally, we don't know that at the beginning of the right. movie. Um, but he is reading her a story. Right. Um, and that's how the book and movie are. The book kind of like stop or the movie kind of stops in between to like show him reading, but like nothing really happens. And then he just starts again. Yeah. So I didn't really break that up in my notes okay. unless there's that's something fair. that actually happened. Right. No, that's fair. <laughs> and one thing I do want to mention, cause it, that does how, that is how the book starts as well. But one thing I completely forgot about the book is that we get a lot of like the, the time after yeah. Noah and Allie's initial, you know, love story, mm-hmm. which I forgot that that's what it was. And in the movie, we get so much more of like yeah. their initial interaction mm-hmm. and they're like that, that, you know, fateful yeah. summer, if you will, yeah. um, which I, for, I had forgotten that the book doesn't really focus on at that. all, like at all. So like I said, the movie opens up with um, the voiceover of Noah and he's walking through the retirement home. So we know that he is now living in this retirement home and um, the older woman, Allie, is there as well. Um, but he comes in and uh, he starts or basically we get the notion that she's very sick and not fully all the way there. Um, in the book, they like it's really sad. They like make it very descriptive of how she like wakes up crying every day. Mm-hmm. And it's just like really sad. Um, but anyway, so he starts reading to her um, the story of Noah and Allie. And it starts off with Noah um, at the carnival with his buddy Finn. 
And this is what you were talking about. We don't get any of this. Like, I think they mention a carnival. They do. Yeah. Like, like as Noah's reading the book in the book, <laughs> if you will, um, he does mention things. But ma- the majority of the book is Noah after the war, after, you know, mm-hmm. like I said, initial, like he's already rebuilt the house. Right. That's kind of where we're at with mm-hmm. the book. Yeah. So the movie starts off there at this carnival and this is where he sees Allie for the r- first time because she's there in town with her family for the summer. Um, and he actually goes up to her and asks her to dance and she says, no, thank you. <laughs> I'm not interested. Um, so <laughs> Sorry, okay. I just said the book is so different because she like introduces herself to him and mm-hmm. like Finn's told me so much about you. Like yeah. she already knows who he is, which in the movie it's very much like, who are you? Stop talking to me. Right. I don't want to. Well, <laughs> and that makes more sense because like in the movie I was like, you know, randomly Allie is friends with Finn's girlfriend. Yeah. But we never really get a backstory on like who that girlfriend is and how she would know Allie. Right. You know, yeah. it was just kind of random. Um, but anyway, so Allie's riding the Ferris wheel with another guy and Noah actually like jumps up onto this Ferris wheel and like is sitting with them. And then the, you know, the, um, operator's like, yeah, only two to a seat. And I was like, where's the bar? Like that's holding <laughs> um, them in there. This is the what forties. Yeah. There was no such thing. No, it was very <laughs> scary. Um, so then he ends up like holding onto the bar, like <laughs> off of the Ferris wheel and won't, uh, he acts like he's going to slip down until she says that, you know, I will go on a date with you. Um, so he kind of tricks her into that. And then she pulls his pants down and this, this haha moment. I got you moment, which none of that actually happens in the book, no, but very <laughs> cute. So he actually ends up running into her the next day, um, in town and he's like, okay, like about that date. She's like, no, that's not real. <laughs> so I totally lied. Yeah. And she's like, well, if you want to go out with me, like you'll figure something out. I was like, this man literally was just hanging from a Ferris wheel for you. Like go on not a date enough. with him. um so anyway so the good friend finn is finn ends up uh setting up a double date for them to go to the movies um and then at the end of the movie um they decide that you know they're gonna walk home alone but you know what's funny is that like you know finn and his girlfriend are like making out in the movies Mm -hmm. like do people still make out in the movie theaters oh i'm sure i like i have never i have never done that Cause I'm always there to like actually watch the movie, <laughs> but like, I don't feel like I've ever like looked over and people are like making out. I don't think it's like older people. I think it's like teenagers, but I still think it's, I just it's like, happening. don't know. It's like, even like, you think you'd notice like one or like, I'm, well, I don't know. I mean, in, not that I've done it, but in my experience they are usually like up in the corner where like no one can see that. <laughs> I just feel like it's so, it's like a lost, uh, <laughs> lost, lost art, lost art of making out in the movie theater. <laughs> But I don't know. I've done a lot of like, you know, awkward, like, you know, lean ins, hoping that the person will like. Well, you know. and growing <laughs> up, no. going to the movie theater, we didn't have these nice cozy seats That's that true. reclined and they weren't assigned seats. It's like That's you have the anxiety true. of even finding two seats together. Although I feel like these seats are not conducive no. because like you can't really like. No, there's a good like barrier between seats yeah. so it's like hard to you know yeah, you snuggle even, without you actually can't even lift the the armrest right up. the only thing you could do is like jump into the other person's like right. seat and then you're sitting together <laughs> that's real close <laughs> anyways ray and i aren't making out in the movie theater let me tell you yeah you're too focused trying to psychoanalyze <laughs> the know, movies <laughs> i know um so anyways they start talking about like her life and how she's applied for colleges and they make it seem very much that like her family has this like set plan for her and her life 
Um, so anyways, they like lay down in the middle of the street. He's like, okay, well, if you're so free, cause she's like, I can do whatever I want. And he's like, okay, then lay down in the middle of this road. <laughs> she's like, absolutely not. Also, like I would have questioned him. I would have been like, yeah. why does this specific <laughs> act make me somehow free? Correct. <laughs> Correct. Well, she finally does lay down. Um, and they like, she tells him, you know, that she really likes to paint. And that's like the one thing that she really does for herself, which she does in the book as mm-hmm. well. Uh, but then eventually, you know, a car come, comes and scares them. And then they, like, dance in the street together. And it's super cute. Very cute. Um, and then it just kind of fast forward. And he's like, you know, and then, you know, they fell in love. And they became inseparable. And we get this kind of montage of them, you know, throughout the summer, like, riding bikes and, yep. like, all of that stuff. Which we do get in the book. They talk about how, like, they spent the whole summer, like, mm-hmm. learning from each other and, like, doing all this stuff. Which is essentially what the montage tells you. Right. Um so, and then we see this one point where Allie ends up, she like rides her bike over to Noah's and he's like reading his dad poems on the porch. And in the book, I felt like they made like him and his dad's relationship so much stronger than he was kind of an afterthought in the movie. That's fair, I guess. I mean, they talk about how like important his dad was to him. And I just feel like they kind of were like, and this guy's here too. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, she like brought him a painting, um, you know, that she did and it was really cute. And so she ended up staying for dinner and they were having pancakes for breakfast, which is, or for dinner. I want cause I didn't notice this, but they specifically pointed out in the book how she, he kept her painting mm-hmm. and like put it in the new house. I don't feel like we ever came back around to the painting no, like, in the movie. The dad basically took the painting. He's like, this is great. Thanks. And then we never see it again. <laughs> right. Okay. Just want to be sure. <laughs> Um, so now we get the scene where she's like dancing in the ocean and she's like, I'm a bird. Tell me I'm a bird. And he's like, no, I'm not saying that. And then she's like, are you a bird? And he's like, if you're a bird, I'm a bird. And it's not even in the book. Also, like the more I watch that scene, the more cheesy it is. The more annoying she is. Well, she's just like flapping her wings. And I was like, this is awkward. (laughs) And like that bathing suit, I get it. That's what they were at the time. But like, not cute. I don't know. It's still very cute. I loved it. Um, But then we see like there are these these fun like porch parties where everyone's dancing and and singing and playing instruments. And then they're doing rope swings into the lake. And he's teaching her how to drive a stick and whatnot. Um, But this is something that they mentioned in the movie um, because we see them like arguing while she's like trying to teach her how to drive a stick, which is understandable. But like (laughs) they mentioned in the, in the movie about how like they fought a lot Mm -hmm. that they were like always at each other's throat, but then they were so in love. So they would like come back together. And like, I never got that in the book because we barely brush on this point of their relationship. Right. Like it's very much an afterthought yeah but like, they, and they never mention it or no. anything so there was none of this like turmoil or whatever between them well it's not even turmoil right it's like that like um that kinetic energy of like yeah they, they're just at odds but it's like sexual tension yeah. almost, not really actual like yeah. anger towards exactly. each other um so one night though Allie ends up getting dropped off late and her dad um basically is like all right well if you're gonna be spending so much time with this guy like you need to bring him to the house so also her dad's mustache definitely rivals my dad's mustache. That's very I don't true. know whose is better. His dad, <laughs> the dad in this movie is so like a cartoon character yeah. to me. Like they made him so like cheesy and maybe that's how it was and just over the top. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so he ends up coming over the next day. Um, and <laughs> they like ask him how much he makes. And did you notice that everyone at this table was wearing white except for Noah? Yes, I did He's wearing that. black, but then also Finn and Finn's girlfriend is there. And I'm like, 
Okay, so is she... She's got to be rich. Right, but Finn's not. So why... Like, it was just bizarre. Yeah, because Finn works at the lumberyard with him. Yeah. So, yeah, he's not very much, uh, you know, a man of means. Like, it almost makes me think that, like, they had kind of a similar Ali Noah like story. a summer time yeah, thing that they've yeah. known each other for years Maybe. or something like that so anyways he says that he makes about 40 cents an hour um i think i did the math and it was like that equates like 11 or 12 dollars an hour now which is not a lot which is not a lot yeah um but then also her mom at this lunch uh ends up saying you know that Allie got into school in new york and that you know it was very clear that noah had no idea that she'd be going to school in new york because what we're supposed to be in North Carolina, mm-hmm. South Carolina, I one of the North, Carolinas. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the other thing that's different, right? That this town in the movie has a different name because in yeah. the book it's New Bern. Mm-hmm. I think in the movie it's like something Seabrook. Seabrook, yeah. yeah. Um, but essentially supposed to be the, around the same mm-hmm. area. Um, but yeah, no, I think, uh, again, because we don't get all of this kind of played out in the book, mm-hmm. it's just kind of touched on. We do yeah. know that that's kind of essentially the same reason that they're going to have this like separation. So, but anyways, that same night and Noah ends up taking her to this like torn down house, which ends up being the Windsor plantation. And he, this is where we get the story about how he wants to buy this house someday and completely redo it. And she says, you know, like I would love to have a white house with blue shutters and she wants to have a say in what he's, what he's doing and whatnot. Um, and she would love a room like looking over the water so she can paint. And I'm like, are you planning on helping with any of this? No, no. Okay. She's, she's just, you know, she puts the orders in. Yeah. (laughs) So now they're like in the middle of this like giant room of this haunted house, basically. (laughs) And they like take off their clothes and they're just about to have sex. Um, but then like she freaks out and is like, I'm not ready. Word vomit. Yeah. Um, and then Finn actually ends up coming in not too much longer saying that Allie's family's freaked out. Um, because, and they're out looking for her because it's so late. Um, in the book, they actually mentioned that they both lost their virginity to each other that summer, which is a big kind of point because I mean, during this time, right? Like a woman's, virtue virtue <laughs> is very important and it comes back around mm-hmm. once she meets lon and the fact that like she never actually sleeps with lon yeah because a they're not married yet and b like she had already lost her virginity so it's yeah. like that was sacred to her but like in the movie it's very much like they don't actually do it right and then when it eventually happens it's like yeah. a whole big deal <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah not sure why that changed i don't know i guess maybe to keep it even more PG-13? I don't know. I guess. (laughs) Yeah, because they're they're fairly young at this point, right? Yeah. So, yeah, they're supposed to be like 17 or something like that. So, anyway, she gets home and her mom's like freaking out on her and is like, you know, thinks she's going to, you know, end up with her heartbroken or pregnant and like... Or both. Or both. (laughs) And like, she just basically starts saying how Noah's trash and says it over and over again as Noah can like overhear her. And it's like just gut-wrenching to see him like sit there. Um... But anyway, so he leaves and because she basically, you know, tells her parents off. She's like, you don't know anything about love. Like, you guys don't even act like you love each other. Like, you never kiss. You never hold hands. Like, you guys aren't in love. And I was like, sit down, please. Like, they've (laughs) probably been through a lot. (laughs) Right. Like, it's so funny. It's so, like, typical of kids Kids. Mm -hmm. to just assume they know everything about their parents. Right. It's like you don't know the half of it. Exactly. So anyways, Noah ends up, Noah starts to leave and then Allie, like, 
um, stops him and he's like, look, I'm never going to be able to give you nice things. Like you're going off to college. Like, you know, maybe we should just finish off the summer and like, see how things go, which is like the last thing, like you want to hear in that. But also <laughs> that like instance. the practical thing to say, just saying. right. Well, and it's funny. Cause it's like, he's like, we'll see how the rest of the summer goes. But in reality, it was only a week. Right. <laughs> she only had a week left. Like what's going to happen in a week. Yeah. So she ends up like, is like, you know, well, let's just break it off now or whatever. And then like changes her mind right away. And he's like, no, like I'm done. <laughs> like I am leaving. So he, you know, storms off. And then the next morning, basically Allie's parents decide like, all right, we're leaving right now. So they're not even going to give them the week. No. And so they're like, we're going to take you screaming into this car. Like we're leaving right mm-hmm. now. Um, In the book, there isn't this big, like we're leaving moment. No, they pretty much, you know, spend the rest of the summer together. Mm-hmm. And then eventually there's not like a, they do mention that like her parents were not okay with the situation but they don't like force it because i think in the end like she realizes yeah my like i have to move on to to college and like my life is different it's not so like tumultuous yeah there's no like argument or anything between them in the book um so anyways though when she's leaving though she does stop by the lumber yard to try to say goodbye to noah he's not there and finn is just basically like i was up with him all night like he's super heartbroken like just leave him alone. You know, like he'll write you if he wants to talk to you. Right. And she's like, just tell him I love him. Mm-hmm. And I love this part when her mom's like honking. And she's like, mama, I'm coming. <laughs> I'm coming, mama. <laughs> so funny. Um, but anyway, so Noah gets back. Finn tells him that she left. He tries, you know, to to get to her house thinking that she still might be be there. And um, she's gone. Her and her family are gone. They gone. Mm-hmm. So he did write her. Um, and we do see a scene of her mom taking those letters out of the, out of the mail. Um, and he says in the movie, you know, he wrote her every, a letter every day for a year in the book. I think it was like once a week or something, <laughs> but it was for two years. Yeah. It was a longer period, just less often. Yeah. Um, if I was like waiting for a boy to write me a letter, I would literally be sitting out there every day. Like right, if like, I'm 17 and in love, that's what I'm doing. How did she at no point like come across one of the letters? Like was her mom just like helicoptering over the, the mailbox? No, because that's what I, I would have been. I would have been hovering over the mailbox right. waiting for a letter from right. my boy. So. Like, if, especially if you knew that like he loved you as much as he right. said he did. <laughs> right. Come so. on. <laughs> so anyways, uh, we now see that the war has started. Um, Noah and Finn decide to enlist in the war, which does happen in the book. Um, and Finn actually ends up dying in the war, which yeah. is really sad. He actually, I forgot to mention this. He does go trying to look for her one last time before oh, yeah. he goes to war. Um, but somehow like misses her or like doesn't yeah. end up finding her. So we do, I think in the book though, it's like we get more, like he goes and like, um, works for, for a, a while or yeah. something. Yeah. Because which we'll, we'll get to, um, shortly, but the way that he gets the money for the house is different from book to yeah. movie specifically because he gets a job at a junkyard working for this, um, Jewish yeah. man who like helps him out. Yeah. He says he's a very nice boy, even though he's not Jewish. <laughs> <is> how the <laughs> guy <laughs> talks to him about. So, yeah. So, um, we now see that Allie, you know, went to school. Um, she volunteered at the army hospital, which I was like, you could just volunteer. I guess so. Like what, you, what, you don't what medical need no, training do you have, You miss? don't need any medical training. <laughs> it's, I guess it's like candy striping, maybe. Maybe. Um, but this is where she meets Lon, and Lon's in like a full body cast, which I don't know if he's... I know she meets... I, 
I just don't, I don't, that's not how she meets him. No, she meets him, I think, at some sort of like a gala or like event for the army. Yeah, like, he's not, not injured no. or anything in the book. Um, but we see that that she ends up falling in love with him because he like, you know, shows up at her school. Did you also notice that when they show her in college, it's a classroom full of women? Like there's, it's not oh, men no, and I women didn't, I in didn't the classroom. pay attention to that. Um, so anyways, we find out that he's very handsome. He's very smart and he's very rich. Um, and they end up getting engaged. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. <laughs> and her mom is just like over the moon, <laughs> like so excited. Yeah. Um, so anyways, Noah ends up getting back from the war and he, he goes back to his dad and we find out that his dad has sold their house and is giving Noah the money so he can go buy the plantation mm-hmm. that he really wanted, which, like you said, is not how he gets the money in the book. Yeah. So the guy, I forget his name, who, um, you know, owns the junkyard that he works for, ends up putting a portion of the um, property in Noah's name. And before he gets back from the war, the guy, I think, sells the property or something happens mm-hmm. where he ends up actually inheriting a bunch of money from his. He dies. Oh, he dies. Met, That's yeah. right. Yeah. And he ends up, um, you know, uh, inheriting the the money from the junkyard he got like 70 grand or something which back which then was would have like been a, a lot yeah which is that's what he uses to to buy the windsor yeah. plantation um so anyways he needs to get these plans approved so he ends up going down to charleston and he actually ends up seeing Allie walking down the street so he follows her but then he runs into the or he looks sees her through the window and she's actually there with lawn. So he gets like super sad. There's like a tear in his eye. It's very, very (laughs) dramatic. Um, But anyways, the whole time he start, you know, rebuilding this house, he's thinking of Allie. And in his mind, he's like, if I can rebuild this house, she will find a way back to me. It's kind of like field of dreams. You build it. They will come. Never seen it. Have you heard that before? That saying before? I have heard it. Um, So is it true? Do, Do they come? In this instance, she does. <laughs> no, I meant in Field of Dreams. Oh, yes, yes, they do. Spoiler. <laughs> so anyways, um, his dad actually ends up passing away, which is really sad. Um, and he spends the, you know, the re- all of his time rebuilding this house, like day and night, day and night. Mm-hmm. That's all he does. In the book, they mentioned that he has this neighbor, this um, mm-hmm. uh, African-American neighbor who he like connects with because Mm -hmm. he doesn't have family but like this guy has you know kids grandkids so like he has that connection not only does he have clem the dog right but he has this nice neighbor as well which we also don't get nope in the movie he's all alone (laughs) all by his lonesome (laughs) but he does finish the house um he does think about selling it um but like he just can't he finds something wrong with every seller and i love how like the really rich guy was like i'm gonna give you was he say five thousand dollars for this house and he was like, that is way more than I'm like, oh, my God. That's what the housing market is today. That's Everyone's crazy. just paying over and paying right. in cash. Right. <laughs> Which is like peanuts back then. Um, but anyway, so we ends up not selling the house, obviously. Um, we do get introduced to Martha at this time. Um, Martha is a war widow who he basically, um, you know. He, she keeps him company at, yeah. at nighttime. He shacks up with her. <laughs> yeah. Which she is in the, she is in the book. Yeah, well. but she's not really mentioned that much and no. she doesn't come around no. as often um i think her name is athlete actually it's like martha martha may or whatever but like every time i hear that name is all i hear is martha may Huvier from the grinch oh my god <laughs> that's all i hear every time i hear the that's name martha funny. now um but anyway so Allie is now dre- or dress shopping for her wedding dress and they like pass her the the newspaper that has like their engagement in it. And they find out that the governor is coming and 
under the fold though, she ends up seeing a picture of Noah and the house. And it's a story about how he fixed up this house yep. and she literally faints. <laughs> I don't think she faints in the, in the book. No. And in the book, she actually, she's not even dress shopping. She's at home, I think. And her mm-hmm. dad just shows it to her at breakfast one yeah, day. He's, he's like, like, Hey, here's hey, that look. guy. Remember, remember him? <laughs> remember this guy you were in love with? Here he is. God. Um, so anyways, she ends up like the next thing we see, she's like in a bathtub, like with her veil on, like <laughs> contemplating life. Um, but she ends up telling Lon, um, she goes and talks to him and she's like, you know, I don't ever paint anymore. And he's like, okay, like, cool. <laughs> you can go get you some paint if you want. Um, and she's like, I just need to go away to Seabrook for a little bit. Like, I just need to clear my head. And he's like, Hmm. All right, cool. Whatever. So, that totally reminds me. I don't. You've seen Serendipity, right? Uh huh. Where like she's contemplating like whether or not she wants to marry mm-hmm. her boyfriend or whatever his name is, and he, she's like, I don't know, New York maybe. And he's <laughs> like, hmm, Okay, knowing that like New York was like the setting of where he, she yeah. met, met the guy she <laughs> Interesting. loves. Which is funny because in the book when she does say Newburn, we get this like inner dialogue of Lonnie. He's like, I know that. That's, sounds familiar. This sounds familiar. Yeah. And he does end up putting the pieces together. Yeah. We don't see those wheels churn and like those pieces don't really get put together in the movie. Right. He's not the one that figures it out. No. I think her dad eventually just and then tells, tells him. him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, so Allie ends up showing up to Noah, to Noah's house. Um, he like just looks at her blankly and she's like, oh, okay, maybe this was a mistake. And she gets in her car to leave and then crashes into the fence. Yeah. Um, in the book, it's like not that awkward. She's like, Hey, how's it going? He literally responds like a normal yeah. human being is right. not like awestruck by seeing her. Yeah. And yeah, they have a pleasant dialogue and then he invites her in. Yeah. It's like not <laughs> awkward at all. No. I feel like a lot of this movie is like, um, kind of exaggerated, mm-hmm. like with the Ferris wheel scene and yeah. the I'm a bird, you're a bird. Like it's just very <laughs> exaggerated. <laughs> so, anyway, so now we get a scene of Grandpa Noah, um, back in like the real time of the movie, and he's getting checked up by the doctor. Um, we find out that he's had two heart attacks recently. Um, and he tells you know the doctor that it's like a new doctor, and he's like, so I hear you read to Mrs. Hamilton all the time, and he's like, yep. He goes, it's going to help her remember. And the doctor's like, no, it's not. <laughs> and he goes, you know, dementia is, you know, not something anyone can come back from or whatnot. Um, and in the background, you can hear her playing the piano. And then she stops. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, they forgot to change the or flip the, the paper. And then, like, in a little bit, she starts playing again. And the doctor's like oh, they must have changed the paper for her. And he's like, oh, no, she's playing that by memory. So it's super sweet. Um, I've told my mom that she can go any way she wants, um, except through dementia. How is she supposed to know? I don't know. She has to figure this out. She's not allowed to get Alzheimer's. Well, it's it's interesting. Well, not interesting, but it's like sad that you say that because I'm I the last few times I've talked to my grandma, Ugh. I have seen indications Ugh. Um even to the point where like at one point she was talking to me and mm. then they turned the the like phone over yeah. and she's like, like, where's Rosha? How's she doing? Like she yeah. forgot that she had just spoken to like it. Yeah. It's hitting like really close. Yeah. And like, I, I hope that's not what it is, but if it is, yeah, it's just gotta be the worst. It's, it's the absolute worst. It, so. it really is. Also like not to like negate the fact that we're talking about something serious, but like, did you get total Doogie Howser vibes from this young doctor? Yeah. I was like, get out of here. <laughs> But I feel like in the book, because we do, we get like Noah current state, you know, old Noah in the book as well. And we we get a lot more of like 
their struggles, mm-hmm. what she like to your point earlier, what she's really going through, like the yeah. fact that, you know, this is a strain not only on her, but on him as well. Yeah. Like, I feel like in the movie, it's kind of brushed over. Yeah. Because like, you know, their kids come visit eventually and they yeah. talk about it. But like, I felt the the struggle and like mm-hmm. the angst of it all yeah. a lot more in the book. Ugh, so sad. Um, so anyway, so now we're in the flashback story again and Allie and Noah, um, spend the day kind of catching up. Um, she stays for dinner and they have crab, which they actually go into detail about the crab dinner, um, in the book, which is cute. Um, but he reads her poetry, um, and they talk about how much like they were really actually in love, you know? Um, and then he does end up asking her, you know, can you come back tomorrow? Like I have a place that I want to show you, which is actually is exactly how it is in the Mm -hmm. book. Um, but then, yeah, now we get the scene, um, in present time with older Noah where the children come to visit and we find out, um, that I think they, I think in the book, I think they said they have four kids in the movie. It's three. They had five kids, four are currently living. So it even goes into talking about how like they outlived one of their children Mm. and like, it's just, it's so sad. Yeah. Well, and then we get the scene where he's basically introducing her to her children and she has no idea. It's just like awful and they're like dad come home like she doesn't know you she doesn't know us like just come home and he's like that's my sweetheart i'm like ray you better be (laughs) you better stay with me in the home well and then like little baby noah like the little grandson just like runs up to her and like hugs her he doesn't know know any better it's so sad so anyway so now we're um back in the flashback story and we see that lon's been trying to call Allie. And he can tell at this point, like, something's, like, kind of up. This Which, is kind of where he notices in the book, right? Yeah. He, he realizes that at one point, Ali's mom had, like, in passing mentioned how she had mm-hmm. had this summer romance with this guy yeah. in New Bern, um, which is Seabrook in the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he, it clicks, and he's like, oh, crap. Like, yeah. she's clearly gone to see this guy. Yeah. Well, and in the book, we, we've learned that he calls the front desk, like, a bajillion yeah. times. <laughs> so the next day... Uh, Allie shows back up and Noah ends up taking her um, on the boat. And this is where we get the scene with all the swans. And they basically say he's like, the swans aren't really supposed to be here. Like they're here right now for whatever reason. Um, but eventually they will go away, which, you know, is supposed to be an analogy for her, I guess. Right. Um, but anyways, a storm is rolling in and of course they get caught in the rain <laughs> and then we get the, you know, classic dock scene where, She's like, why didn't you write me? And he's like, what? <laughs> like, I wrote you every day for, for a year. year. <laughs> and he's like, it wasn't over for me. It still isn't. And then it's the, the kiss heard around with the world. That's my iconic moment. That's, oh, it's that's the so scene good. That I absolutely it's love. so good. I Which love is so scene. sad because in the book, it's so not like that. No. Like they come in, he gives her like clothes to like change into. Yeah. They like have a full on conversation mm-hmm. and then they realize, you know what? probably you yeah know, have sex. <laughs> i will say like there's not a lot of passion in the book no like it's whatsoever it's, it's a lot of them just telling us how much they were in love yeah. and in the movie we actually like see the passion yeah, which is sure. so great um so anyways uh they come home and then they do end up finally sleeping together and of course that right after they're done for the first time she's like oh is that what I've been missing? <laughs> you know, she so. also in the book mentions that she wrote him letters, but she mm-hmm. never sent them. Yeah. I'm like, why, why, yeah. why did you not? Why? I don't know. It's a diary because, <laughs> because she felt like he didn't write her. So she probably was like, well, I don't want to oh, write so it. She did the equivalent of what I'm not going to text days. him. Right. He didn't text me. Right. Yeah. That's exactly mm-hmm. what it See, is. This is lost love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so the next morning, um, Martha, the war widow that Noah has been sleeping with shows up. And Allie actually invites her in and like, it's, it's kind of this 
kind of pure moment of like Martha understanding and not being like, she's upset, but not like, and she's like, she's spectacular. Like this is, if you're not going to be with me, like I'm glad you're with, with this. Well, and it's so sweet, right? Cause she's a widow. So she's been in love before. And it's like, he, she says to him, like, you showed me that I have something Mm. to look forward to still. Yeah. So anyway, so the next morning, um, Allie ends up, or I guess maybe later that day, um, Allie wakes up and there's flowers on her pillow. And then he ends up leaving her a note that leads her to her painting room um, that overlooks the water. And it has like all the supplies. So basically he's been waiting for her Literally. to come. Which is there. not how it happens in the book. No. She actually goes back to her hotel room and just buys her own paint yeah. stuff and like does, does paint. But yeah, to your point, like it's much more mm-hmm. like again exaggerated in the movie yeah um but anyway so she goes out into like this on the deck and is like paints topless because why not because <laughs> why not um and then her mom shows up and so she opens the door in like just a blanket and her mom you know shows up and tells her you know um by the way lawn's on his way um so you kind of need to figure out you know what's going on and Allie ends up getting you know confronting her mom about the letters she's like you didn't tell me about these right. and you can just tell that her mom was tr- of course trying to protect her and it, it's so funny because you know through these last couple scenes with noah she seems so grown up mm-hmm. and you know knows what she's doing in life and the second her mom shows up she's like this little kid again she reverts and back, that's yeah. exactly with me i'm like mom <laughs> <laughs> I'm five again. (laughs) Yeah. In the book, Noah's actually still home when her mom Mm -hmm. shows up. So they have this like awkward exchange because it's like clearly Allie's mom has never liked Noah, but she recognizes that their love is real. And like there's a, there's a nice exchange between them. It's not awkward. Yeah. So this next scene is actually added. It's not in the book, Mm -hmm. um, but her mom's like, all right, let's go for a drive. And her mom ends up taking her to like the cement quarry. And shows her this man that works there and basically says she had like the same type of situation as Noah and Allie did 25 years ago with Mm -hmm. this, with this guy. Um, If you had ever watched One Tree Hill, you would have recognized that that guy in there. Yes. He is one of the worst villains in tv history oh my god in my opinion um is is dan from one tree hill but yes that's 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 the guy who's in the movie um but your mom's like yeah sometimes i just i just drive up here and watch him i'm like in your like crazy expensive car and like (laughs) like you probably probably knows that you're there and at one point they end up making eye contact and i'm like this is he's probably like she's back again you know what i mean (laughs) this girl again yeah so anyways it's it's her mom's way of saying like i understand you know, where you're coming from. And basically, you know, you know, they get home or get back to Noah's house and her mom's like, now you have all the information. Like, here's the letters. Like I still have them. It, you can make the right choice. She goes, I trust you that you're going to make the right choice one way or the other. What do you think her mom still hoped she would do? Or like, what did you think? I think her mom, by the end of the scene, wanted her to go with Noah mm-hmm. because I think her, deep down her mom still regretted not going right. back with that other guy. Like it was interesting because it, I, I took it as like her taking her to see the guy was like, this is what your life c- would be with Noah. Yeah. Like look at where my life is now at with your father. But at the same time, to your point, like yeah. it's still a lost love, still like yeah. a what if, what could have been. Um, and she, you know, Allie now has the chance to figure yeah. out what, what could Well, have and been. my thing is I'd be like, man, I don't, 25 years from now, I don't want us to be driving out here to like 
spy on somebody. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, I mean, clearly her 25 years later, her mom's still not over it. Right. Like she that would make me want to be like, all right, let me like figure this out. The, the concept of what if, or what could have been literally just like, it keeps me up at night. Oh yeah. The butterfly effect yeah. is freaking wild, man. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> the, the things that had to happen to get me to this point at this, at right. this table right now with you is cr- a pandemic had to happen Literally. for this to happen. <laughs> well, not us sitting together, no, no, but, no, for, this but for this podcast. Yes. Yeah. It's wild. <laughs> um, but anyway, so she gets back with Noah and like at this point she's like, I still don't know what, you know, what I want. And so her and Noah start getting into this like argument again. And this is the, the scene of like, what do you want? And she's like, I don't, he's like, what do you want? Like, what do you want? So, uh, and she like ends up leaving. So she leaves, um, she's driving. She almost gets hit by a car and she like drives off the road and she ends up reading, um, the last letter that Noah had written her. Um, the letter is like verbatim mm-hmm. what is in the book too, yeah. which I like. So it's super sweet. Um, we now get, uh, we're back with old Noah and he's like set up this like fancy dinner for Allie and it's very sweet. Um, and so then, but then we end up getting, you know, back into the flashback story. We see that Allie has told Lon, you know, what's happened. And ultimately she decides to go back to Noah. Also like props to Lon. Cause he's like, he's like, I love you and I want you for me, mm-hmm. but not if I'm like your second. No. Choice, and that's how he is in the book yeah. too. Like he's like, yeah. this sucks, but like, I'm not again. It's like you want to hate Lon, but you can't no, hate Lon. I hope Lon <laughs> ends up having like a beautiful life. Right. You know what I mean? I would have loved to have seen an epilogue with Lon. Can and I his... get a Lon sequel, please? <laughs> yeah. I would really love that. Um, but anyway, so now we get, we're back with older Noah in the nursing home and they're at this dinner with Allie and Allie actually comes to, and she's remembering Noah. Um, I actually fast forwarded through this part because I've seen it a million times and I didn't feel like crying at the moment oh. because I can't make it through. I've seen this, this movie a million times and I still can't watch this. I actually crying. didn't cry this time. Oh, it's so, I haven't seen it in so long that I knew. Neither I have cry. I, but I also, yeah, I don't know. So anyways, <laughs> my, my hormones weren't uh, kicked yeah. in. To so the- anyway, she ends up getting, um, you know, they dance together and at some point she ends up losing her, her memory again. And she gets really scared. And it's this just awful gut wrenching yeah. scene between the two of them, which we do get in the book. Yeah. So now we see that the later that night, um, Noah ends up getting rushed to the ER or maybe the next day. Um, and we see that Allie is like getting worse. It's just kind of this little montage of like whatever moment that's happened, like has really not helped anything in the situation. Um, did you get, the, I keep trying to figure this out. Do we feel like Noah read her this book every single day? Yeah. It's like 51st Dates. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> That's a funny movie. That's a great movie. <laughs> I love that movie. Also, we forgot to mention that the time in which the summer happened and then when they mm-hmm. reunited in the book is like 14 years. Yeah. Where in the movie, I think it's seven. like four. Okay. Seven, seven years. Yeah. So like a lot longer, mm-hmm. um, which is interesting because I don't know. I mean, seven, 14, either way, they yeah. still loved each other. But I feel like a lot of life happens in 14 years well, to come back together. And in the forties, I feel like Allie would have been married by then. Yeah. Like girls get married. We're getting married a lot yeah. younger than like, she was like in her thirties. I think by the time they reunited, right. yeah, she's a spinster as they would call her in, <laughs> in Bridgerton. <sighs> I'm so a anyway. spinster. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so in the movie now we're, um, you know, in the present time with older Noah and Allie, um, Noah ends up sneaking out of his hospital bed after he's feeling better. He goes to see Allie and she remembers him 
and he ends up getting in bed with her and the song I'll be seeing you comes on and then they fall asleep and they die in each other's arms. Okay. So I have, <laughs> I have, a, I have, I have, hold on, hold on. <laughs> so sad. I have a bone to pick because my recollection of this movie was exactly what you just described. Mm-hmm. When I just watched it this last time, mm-hmm. I didn't get the sense that they necessarily died. They 1000% died. How? How do you, how do you know Because that? when the nurse comes in, she's like, oh, and then she kind of holds their hands and knows that okay, there's no pulse. I didn't see that in my version of the well, movie. Yours was the edited version, Was it like after the, the credits? No, it was like right then. Okay, my version, my version literally fades to black. Like the nurse doesn't come in? No. Oh, the nurse definitely came in. That's, that was my recollection. That's so funny. So I was like, wait What'd a minute. What'd you watch it on? On HBO Max. Oh, I watched it on Peacock. Okay. So HBO Max must have like done some editing because it literally fades to black. And I was like, I re- I vividly remember them dying because that's not what happens in the book, which we right. talked about last episode so- that it's very different. We don't think possibly they might be trying to do the sequel, are they? Oh my god. There's no way. So anyway, so let's get in. So yeah. so in the movie, they die. Yes. They die. We all remember it yes. that they both died at the end. Yeah. That is not what happens at the end of the no, book. No, in the at the end of the book, <laughs> she does recognize him. She says, Noah, you know, it's very conscious. And then she actually starts unbuttoning his right. shirt. <laughs> which we're led to believe they're about to, you know, get yeah, the, get their get freak on. on. <laughs> And so then they're the very ends. much alive. They're very yeah. much alive, which makes sense because there is a sequel. Um, there is a sequel. I've read it. To it's the called, book. The it's wedding. called The Wedding. Yep. Um, and I did read it, but now I try. I know that Noah is 1000% alive in yes. that one. I can't, I couldn't remember if Allie was. Allie is not alive, but I think we get the backstory as to yeah. why she's not. I can't remember if it was the same situation where she has Alzheimer's, yeah. but yeah, my movie literally faded to black. That makes me think that maybe they're going to try to do it. But yeah. Because The Wedding is about one of their kids getting married. Yes. Um, that's crazy. Right? I was like, I need to have this conversation because I like I yeah. vividly remember the nurse coming mm-hmm. in, holding their hands. Oh, and you can see and you can dead. see that they're like yeah. gone. Yeah. That's Weird. wild. HBO, let us know. Well, and then I even <laughs> fast forwarded through the credits because yeah. I was like, maybe it was a after credits scene or something. No. It, That's there's, so there's bizarre. No nurse walking. Huh. Yeah. Very So strange. yeah. So anyways, I mean, presumably they both die at the end, which I think is one of the biggest like book to movie differences that we've yeah. seen in a while um but yeah that's super interesting yeah so yeah so do you feel like the movie <laughs> stayed true to the book though and i guess at the end we gotta say no but well yeah i mean with the exception of the end i think the only thing like different also is the fact that the movie heavily focuses on their initial yeah. love story but the book is again like yeah. i said kind of later down the line yeah um, but for the most part kind of what yeah. happens is one the same. thing that they didn't include in the movie though that i did like in the book is that we actually get a letter from Allie mm-hmm. to Noah before, because she knows yeah. obviously she's losing her memory. So he writes her, or actually maybe we do get it. It's very like he looks at oh, part at of the, the letter, it, yeah, at the end when he's like closing yeah. the notebook, which we that's basically what we understand is she realizes that her prognosis mm-hmm. is pretty severe so they they decide together to move to this mm-hmm. um nursing home and she writes him a letter saying you know i still love you like even when i forget mm-hmm. you please you know know that remind, i love you and remind, and remind me. me which is why he she writes the notebook yeah she's actually the one that writes the notebook mm-hmm. to tell their story where he you know reads Ugh. it to her every day <laughs> yeah are you going book or movie <sighs> movie one thousand percent movie. Yeah, the book was okay, but like the, the book is fine. I mean, the book is what 
created this masterpiece in the first place. (laughs) Um, But yeah, the movie is just so good. I think I mentioned to you off, um, off the air, like, I watched the movie first before mm-hmm. I ever read the book. Um, maybe my perception would be different if I had read the book first, uh, but it's just, it's so good. Yeah. So, so good. <laughs> I'm glad we did this one. I'm, I can't believe it took us almost a hundred episodes to get to this well, one. Well, we did a walk to remember and I nef- definitely wanted to kind of get some separation between yeah. those two before we, we why did, did we do one, that but... one first? That seems strange. Why did we do that? I don't know. That's a good question. Anyway. They're both great. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, All right. That's it for this one. Make sure to hit subscribe on your podcast app. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and give us a rating and leave us a review. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The Boovie Girls. You can also email us at theboviegirls at gmail.com. And like we said earlier, we are on Patreon. If you want to sign up to get access to our bonus content, just go to patreon.com forward slash theboviegirls. What are we doing next week? We are doing the classic. I don't know if it's a classic. I don't think it's a classic wonder yeah which was a young adult it's a young adult um it was a this is a request yes from boyfriend ray's daughter Aaliyah. the namesake of our the podcast namesake of our podcast um she just read it in her sixth grade class so she wanted us to do it for the podcast and we so. actually just talked to another friend of ours who yeah. said that she suggested wonder for us to do as yeah. well so i've never read it so i have it on my bookshelf well, waiting we to go. be read so i'm excited that we, here we go we're finally picking another one that you know i already own which is Great. nice um but yeah i'm excited to to kind of read it and see what, what 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 it's all about but um yeah so that's next week all right thanks for listening and remember don't judge a book by its movie bye